is your life, and it's ending one minute at a time. I was blind, but now I see. Working jobs we hate, so we can buy shit we don't need. Ideas are brittle. If you had one shot, everything I'd ever read, heard, seen was now organized and available. Now you fucking khakis. Life moves pretty fast. The Biohacking Secret Show. K. Aubrey Shemaine is the owner and director of Grand Adventures Ranch and a bio-nutritional consultant with over 15 years of international experience in animal health and nutrition. Her primary focus is in helping animals with cancer and other serious metabolic diseases to return to optimal health and to assist and guide their caregivers through a holistic approach in this process. Kay is an expert in photonic light therapy and its incredible benefits for not only animals, but people as well. In this episode of the Biohacking Secrets Show, Kay and I discussed the effectiveness of using photonic light treatment and photopuncture on the mammalian system. We also discussed the far-ranging uses of red light therapy from healing precancer cells, treating localized pain, and even getting rid of sore throats and nosebleeds. So without further ado, please sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Kay Aubrey Shemaine. Hey everyone, I know you'll enjoy the interview. If you'd like to learn more of my top biohacking secrets, get a free copy of my best-selling book called The Biohacker's Guide to Upgraded Energy and Focus for free at biohackersguide.com. It's over 500 pages of my top biohacks and I'll send it to you for free if you cover a small shipping cost. Get your free copy at biohackersguide.com. All right, so we're live. Kate Aubrey Shemaine. Share with us the story about how you got into using photonic light for therapeutic benefits in animals and humans. Well, I'm happy to. Back in the early 90s, I was in my early 30s. I had gotten very unhealthy. I had become a complete and total couch potato. And I stood up in 1992 and my foot broke. I was so arthritic and so brittle that I pretty much had given up going anywhere or doing anything. And a friend of mine got me back into riding. I had ridden horses competitively quite a bit back when I was in high school. And college had kind of disrupted that because I ran out of money as I was going to college to study to become a veterinarian. But a friend got me back into riding. And the horse that I ended up getting ended up having a series of bizarre health challenges. And like happens often, many of his health challenges mirrored the health challenges that I was having. And a lot of it came down to nutrition, but I had to get past the pain enough to actually be able to first ride and work with my horse and then also get him moving again. And not long after I bought him, we, had, we went to a ride, and he ended up bowing both front tendons, which means he ripped the tendons in his front legs in half, both of them. Turned out he had old bowed tendons from long before I'd bought him. All of the scar tissue and adhesions in his legs prevented him from having full range of motion, and when we'd done this big ride, he ripped his tendons in half. And two different veterinarians looked at him and said, he's hamburger, put him down, you'll never ride him again, this is it, you can't bring him back from this. But luckily, my veterinarian, who had been out of town the first week, she took one look at it and went, oh, no, we're just going to use light therapy. We can heal this. So I kind of put everything on my credit cards and didn't tell my husband how much I spent and bought some light therapy boots for his legs that use red light therapy. And we got out there. I started putting the lights on him for 20 minutes twice a day. 
And about 30 days in, I called my vet and said, come back over and look at him. And I want to, I want to do ultrasounds again. And she says, oh, it's way too early. You know, you got to think about three months before we even look at him. I said, no, you come back and take a look at him. And so she came back and she did ultrasounds again. And she was absolutely, even for her, she was blown away. She says, I, ex- I see repair here that I would expect at three to four months. All, he had laid down all of the collagen to repair those tears. And he had started breaking down about half of the old scar tissue that had been in there. And at 90 days, I had permission to ride this horse. And that's just unheard of. You, you just start, you give these horses six to nine months off before you even think about hand walking and working them. And he is now a 33-year-old, perfectly healthy, happy pasture pony. So that began my love affair with using light. And then using it, of course, on my body because I had been so sore and had so many problems. And that took me into learning about red light therapy, infrared therapy, uh, using lights both as light therapy, so to heal a general area of the body, but also into what I call photopuncture, which is the targeted use of light on acupuncture points to get a, a systemic effect in the entire body. So that's kind of my, my story in a nutshell. That's, that's a great story. So did you jump into his boots as soon as he got out of them? Into his light oh, boots? Yes. <laughs> those, those, the, the wraps that I was using uh, go flat, and I used them on my lower back. I used them on horses, dogs, husbands, guinea pigs, just about anything that was around. And, and what, what company makes those that you used? Uh. Those are made by Inlight Wellness. It's called Inlight Equine, and I still work with those wraps. Um, I I don't use them for the photopuncture. I don't use them for the targeted approach, but I do use them when I need to heal large wounds or bad tears, that kind of thing. Okay, so in in a human application, it would make more sense for someone that like would it be tweaks their back. Uh, in human application, you would use it. You could you could use wraps like that for uh, generalized pain, for damage to tissue. Sure, just like you would in the in the horse. Okay, and just for cost comparison, what what type of investment did you have to put down on your credit card at that point in time when you kind of took what seems like a leap of faith with with this technology? Right. Well, that was twenty years ago. And I spent maybe a thousand dollars. Okay. And uh, equivalent wraps, you're going to look at spending anywhere from four hundred for a single wrap, all the way up to uh, top of the line human system, anywhere up to about five or six thousand dollars. Okay, so it's a sizable chunk. Um, Those, and and so one of the reasons I really love working with the photonic torches which run, you know, about three, $400, is they're a little more portable, they're a little more targeted, and now that I know a lot more about acupuncture points and where to put my torch, and I can get really, really fast results systemic-wide and without, without nearly as much of an expense. So there's, there's benefits to both. Yeah, how did that transition take place? So I've got the Photonic Health Pro Torchlight, and, and there's, I mean, there's a couple others, of course, but... You're you specifically you do you use the pro light when you do doing? I have I have a pro light and a standard light both I have the duo set 
in my purse, no matter where I go, because I, you know, if I hurt myself or I'm with an animal that's in pain, or for example, we went to dinner, oh, two weeks ago, we went to dinner with friends and the wife has chronic illness problems and she's had a migraine start to come on while we were sitting at dinner. So I whipped out my pro torch. I said, here, why don't you try this? Put this where the pain is. And I just had her point the torch for 15 to 30 seconds at any of the pain points in her neck. And about five minutes later, all of her pain was gone. The headache was disappearing. And we went back and we had, we had the, the, the rest of dinner. And she called me two days later. She says, I can't believe it. I still don't have another headache. So that meant she was able to not take opiates and enjoy the rest of her evening. So I carry this with me no matter where I go. What happened on a cellular level when you put that photonic light? Now, is this, just to clarify, is this, is this 660 nanometers? What wavelength are we, are we talking about? We're talking, this is the most common use of, of light is the 660 nanometer red light. There's a number of different wavelengths or colors of light that are used. Red is the most common. Blue is also used in some healing formats. Infrared, which is, of course, a very powerful wavelength as well. But red has the most documented health benefits. And what happened when she put that against her neck is, first and foremost, her body released nitric oxide. The tissue produced and released nitric oxide, which is a very powerful vasodilator. So she was able to increase the circulation and carry away, you know, improve the circulatory flow to her, to her head. Also, one of the things that happens in the body with the light is that the light stimulates the body to produce endorphins that help lower pain levels. Now, that's a very simplified way of saying it. But in, basically, the body releases endorphins and serotonins that lower the pain very quickly and also help to improve mood, much as serotonin does. Lots of different things go on. The body produces more ATP, uh, so energy to the cells so that they can heal themselves more quickly. It increases lymph drainage. So if you have swelling in an area, the swelling is relieved, which also helps to relieve pain. It stimulates cellular repair. So RNA, DNA synthesis, collagen being brought into the area, the ability of the mitochondria to, to dump waste materials and bring in what it needs to repair the cell. It's been shown that on wounds, red light being applied to wounds can increase cellular repair two to three hundred percent within seconds. So um, I would guess with her, part of what was going on that happened so quickly is she shifted in the circulation so that her, her brain was able to balance out the circulation in that area. She lowered the pain levels. She was able to increase her range of motion, turning her head side to side. The muscle relaxed. There were a lot of benefits. I, you know, I, can't, I, don't, I didn't have a, any uh, devices on her measuring it. But those are pretty, pretty well uh, documented that those things happen every time you put the red light on the body. So I'm, I'm curious, prior to some of the expert interviews we've done and, and the research, I had not used, light therapy had been an area that I, I neglected, largely because it wasn't something that I understood. I mean, we all know that we're supposed to get more sun, but most people understand that from the perspective of vitamin D production. And, and that's pretty much where it ends. 
all these other things, these other benefits with, I don't think we mentioned cleansing of the blood, cleansing of pathogens, but I'd like to talk about that in a little bit. But uh, upregulation, increased ATP production, increased nitric oxide produ- production, uh, increased uh, cytochrome C oxidase and oxygen utilization, blood flow, all of those things. There's just tremendous benefits to this. You know, the argument could be made, oh, well, we didn't need photonic light 100 years ago. But we also weren't inside as much. Even our animals weren't inside as much. We had the sun. How much of this and and these emerging light therapies do you believe is related to our modern lifestyle and particularly our lack of exposure to full-spectrum sunlight? Well, that's a really good question. I hadn't thought of it from that specific point of view. I mean, it makes sense. We're we're not out in the sun as much. We don't get the full-spectrum light unless you're someone who's as geeky as I do and you buy full-spectrum light bulbs. As far back as about 15 years ago, before we moved to Sonoida, my office had the the, the standard huge fluorescent bulbs. Oh. (laughs) And I had constant headaches from it. It was just, I hated it. They flickered. They drove me nuts. I never wanted to be in my office. I couldn't get any work done. And I finally just said, this is crazy. Somebody turned me on to being able to get full-spectrum, full fluorescent, you know, that, that could go into the fluorescent outlets. And the difference was night and day. And my health improved. So uh, I do spend quite a bit of time outside, typically when I'm out with the animals and so on. I I don't put a lot of uh, toxic sunscreens on, so I don't prevent that that from being absorbed into my body. So I hadn't really thought of it from that, that particular place, but I think that the combination of a diet that is much less rich in, anti, in antioxidants that protect the body from the aging effects of too much sun um, and the lack of vitamin D in our diet, the lack of all sorts of things increases our need for light. And we don't move as much as we did a hundred years ago. You know, a hundred years ago, we, whether it was going, even if you lived in an urban setting, you didn't have a refrigerator or a freezer that was going to store a month of food for you. You had to get up and go shop or you had to go hunt it or you had to get to work, whatever that was. We were much more active and more outside. So, Yeah, it's one of the working theories and, and I apply it a lot with clients because what I'm seeing more and more is essentially dirty blood for lack of a fancy medical term. And it, it's it's correlated with circulatory problems. Now, whether those circulatory problems, you know, we can say, well, this person has poor circulation because they have compromised nitric oxide production. Well, why? Is that a survival mechanism that these blood pathogens have adapted where they can then trigger chemical reactions in our body where we no longer produce nitric oxide because it allows them to survive? Because when our circulatory system is functioning suboptimally, we can't get to these bugs as well. Our immune system can't do its job as well. And, and you know, we have these cultures from for thousands of years that have sun-gazed and they've looked towards the sun. Well, most of the blood in our body filters through our retinas every minute. And these practices, even just being outside and, and being in the sun, it was a way of, of doing that. But now we have, we have technologies and light therapies that have emerged and they're giving people these tremendous benefits. 
it, it's it's got me wondering, is it because of, of that connection? But anyway, there's no question there. I just went off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, I think same thing. You, you almost had me going on a hole down, down the rabbit hole of uh, bioflavonoids and, and they're tied to circulation as well. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm 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 all about I'm all about going down rabbit holes. So so feel no need to hold back. I, I was on with uh, with Jack Cruz and, and Ruben Salinas a week or two ago, and we had a half an hour interview set up, and we ended up going for two and a half hours, <laughs> just covering everything under the sun. Um, why? So why? Da, 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 you, you mentioned something earlier. I want to backtrack just a second. You'd mentioned that horse health issues have a tendency to mirror the health issues of their owner. Can you elaborate on that? Well, I wouldn't say just horse. Um, horse, dog, pet. Uh, if I, if I have somebody who in my life that is on their fourth dog dying of cancer, I think they better start looking at themselves. When I, when I work with somebody who all their animals have allergies, um, something they, I find that animals tend to reflect back to us our issues, whether those be emotional or, um, physical, uh, Time and time again, we will see this happen where the animals will, will be carrying the same energy for us. And, you know, often they're there to give us the, the wake-up call or the education that we need. Nobody told the horse he had to die of cancer. So there's not the same, you know, uh, panic attack and rush to die because, oh, my God, I got this diagnosis of, of cancer. So, you know... 50%, over 50% of dogs will die with cancer. That doesn't mean they die of the cancer, but the cancer goes up higher and higher and higher. Well, we're seeing higher and higher cancer rates in humans. And when I see very, very healthy animals, I usually see very, very healthy humans. That's so really interesting to me. I have no scientific documented proof of that. I just find it happening more and more in my practice. Uh, wh why do you think that is? Well, from a point of view of energy medicine or energetics and resonance, all right, one of the things that light does is it helps to create, set up a resonance to where when you apply 660 nanometer light to cells, it is vibrating at the, the, the resonance of a healthy cell. Well, wherever we are in our energetic health, we are resonating at a specific level. And quite often in this, in this environment, in, this, in, in you know, a typical Western nutritional stand and health stand, we're not vibrating at a very high wavelength or frequency, all right? So we're going to attract others with that same frequency to us, mm -hmm. all right, that are going to be resonating at the same level unless we raise our frequency. And animals will come into resonance with the people that they're with, thereby giving us a very effective mirror of where our health and or emotions are. This is one of the basis for equine therapy programs where they work on people with emotional or physical problems by getting them into one-on-one -on -one situations with horses. Horses live absolutely in the moment. They do not lie and they reflect your emotions back to you almost instantaneously. And this is, you know, they're reflecting it through energetic resonance. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. A lot of red light therapies are also used for, you mentioned boosting collagen. 
And a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of female listeners are aware that collagen is one of the proteins in our skin that is responsible for its youthful appearance and hydration. A lot of red lights are used to improve skin complexion. Is that is that an applicable use of the Photonic Health ProLite? Yes. Now, you'll t- it'll take you a little longer than putting on a mask that would cover the entire face. But um, not only can you put it where you have an issue, like where the collagen is sagging, where we have wrinkles, you can use it on acupuncture points, just in the same way that some people go to an acupuncturist for a facelift. Okay, you can use the light in the same way. One of the interesting things about light is that the Russians discovered that light travels through the acupuncture meridians in the same way that it does through fiber optic cables. So it's actually a more effective way of stimulating balance in those meridians than a needle is. And it's completely non-invasive. So we can both use the light directly on tissue to increase collagen production and and, uh, cellular repair, but we can also apply it to the specific points that will help to tighten up the skin, to regenerate like a facelift would, but with with acupuncture instead of needles. I mean, acupuncture instead of surgery. So in this case, what I call photopuncture. So you're saying if, if by applying photonic light to an acupuncture point on, say, the bottom of the foot, that light may very well be traveling throughout the entire body and affecting cells six feet away from that person's foot. Unquestionably. The most effective point on a horse to balance the horse's hip is on the shoulder. And that's because of the energy meridians? It's because of the energy meridians. The meridians not only help to affect the organ that they're, quote, named for, for example, the heart meridian or the stomach meridian. They affect the structure of the body along which that meridian travels. So you may, you know, one of the most effective points for bringing up the immune system and balancing kidney function is the center of the base of the foot and then points on the chest. So balancing the kidney meridian, and yes, putting the light on that specific place at the bottom of the foot will pulse light first through the kidney meridian, and then assuming that it doesn't hit any blockages, eventually within 24 hours, the entire body. What what would a blockage be? Oh, energy blockages in the body can come down to lots of different things. Maybe it's a physical uh, damage. You've bruised or broken um, a bone under along that meridian or got a scar along a meridian. Blockage can be due to uh, chemicals. Blockages can be emotional, all right? Lots of reasons for energy blockage. Usually pain in an area comes down to energy blockage. Not always, but most of the time pain is directly related to that energy. And we all know that pain can be because we've damaged the tissue but it also can be because of an emotional belief around what's going on. Now, if someone's listening and they hear that shining a light in the bottom of their foot is going to travel throughout their entire body and they say hogwash, 
where where <laughs> where can they go to see this proof that the Russians came up with? It was done by the Laser Technology Center of Russia. All I really have that's in English is the abstract. Okay. But if they can if they can read and translate Russian, they can go in and look at the whole thing. Do, do they have any pictures? No. No. And when they say that it was studying what what when the Russians were studying this, as I understand it, they had a a sensor that was uh, paying attention to the entire uh, human's entire body. This was kind of a an offshoot of laser study. So. Uh, we know that when acupuncture points are blocked, the tissue does not reflect um, energy quite as well. There's a, you can you could actually find acupuncture points on the body by testing energetic resistance, and the acupuncture points um, have a different kind of cell called a bottom corpuscle, and that cell is more uh, uh, reactive to energy. It, and that the meridians are made up of this special kind of cell. Well, they were doing a study on how the body re re reacted to lasers, and they had some sort of sensor that was, was measuring that electrical activity of the cells of the body. And when they applied a laser directly to an acupuncture point, they started realizing that other parts of the body lit up. Now, when I say lit up, it wasn't like a picture where you, you put the light on your thumb, and, or, or let's, let's say you put the, the, the light on your chest for lung one, and the thumb lit up. Not like a, a light bulb, but it lit up electrically enough that this sensor could read it. And so they started testing out the Chinese meridian, you know, the, the meridians that the Chinese have had mapped for thousands of years. And sure enough, in each case, they could go from point to point to point and show that that light was traveling from point to point down those specific meridians. It's interesting. So let's say someone – let's okay, so me, for example, I've, I've got the Photonic Health Pro Light here mm -hmm. and I'm feeling a little – my energy is a little bit down and I didn't get enough sleep last night. What specific points – where can I put this light, time, duration? How would you recommend me using it to increase my energy? Well, first and foremost, I'd send you to my favorite place on the body, which is the K27, which is the ending point of the kidney meridian on your chest. So if you take fingers of your right hand and you find the center of your breastbone and travel out toward your shoulder on top of the clavicle, okay? So you're going to travel down an inch and about out about an inch and this is an anatomical inch. So if you're a very big guy, think about the width of two ribs, okay? Go out about an inch and down about an inch from, your, from, from the center of your chest. And you're going to find a sore spot there, a sensitive point. And that is your K27. You have one on both sides of the chest. Ah, uh, yes. Okay? Yeah. Shine your light on that for 15 to 30 seconds. I've actually never used it there. Really? The K27s are phenomenal for bringing up mental activity. These are great points to work on those days when you can't quite remember. God, what was that person's name? What was that word? What was that word? You know, when you're not really firing on all cylinders, it's a great place to bring up the immune system, to help with overall uh, energy of the body. For women who find themselves going into really big PMS swings, 
It's a great spot for helping to balance that hormonal activity, bringing yourself back in, getting yourself under control. Okay? It may be it may be in my head, but I I I feel like I actually experienced a discernible sensation in my brain, particularly on the right side, which I'm surprised, but it's the same side as where I'm pressing. Maybe it's in my head. Who knows? I could just be. It, well, and it may be on the same side. Okay. That we have not, we don't have the same issues of, of traveling across the body. Meridians are, they flow on one side and then the other. If I'm treating the right side of the head, I'm going to treat the right side of the body. Okay. okay. All right. And that does make okay. sense. And then another point for helping to bring energy back up, bring the energy level, the chi level in the body up, and to increase brain activity and energy to the brain is the bahui, the point on the top of your head where all the sutures would have met when you were a baby. So directly up from the ears in the center of the head. And do uh, use your prolite there for 15 to 30 seconds. Which pretty much just is its skull. The skull. Okay. You would think that, oh, you know, people will tell you, oh, like, it's going right through bone. You're not going to go through that. It will cascade through that bone directly down into the brain. This is a very, very effective point. Now, animals can't lie to us. Where you, you're sitting here going, well, maybe I'm just convincing myself of this, whatever. This is a very powerful point that we work with with horses or dogs that are tired from, you know, whether they're a show horse or a dog that's been in the show ring. I use these two points together at the end of the day when the horse is kind of flagging. they got to go back in for one more round. Very, very powerful point for endurance horses, um, dressage horses or endurance horses that are they're getting tired, they've got the last leg, we're going to get the energy rebuilt into the body and get that core body energy going. Both of them great points also for mental acuity. So K27 and then right on the top of the head, basically if, if you were to draw an arch between the two ears over the top of the head, Right, the highest Correct. point. Mm -hmm. okay. In Chinese medicine, that is called the bahui, and the bahui. it is a master point. Okay, fantastic. B a i, yeah, it's B a i h u i, the bahui. Okay, so if, if people were having trouble picturing where these points are, they can just you can just Google search K twenty seven acupuncture point or acupressure points, and it'll come up. And then same thing with with bahui, acupressure That's acupuncture correct. point. Correct. Correct. And if it's not under K27, it might be under KI27, depending on whose chart for kidney. Perfect. Perfect. And I, well, you mentioned that has applications for energy and cognition. It w would your answer be the same if I said cognition? There are a couple of other points that we would, we would probably add in. For mental acuity, we have a chart specifically for um, six or seven points that help in different ways. You know, some are to bring energy into the brain. Some are to overcome limiting beliefs. Some are to change uh, um, uh, stuck belief patterns for people who believe they're too stupid to be able to do what they need to do, or you know, you've talked yourself into I don't know how to do that. Oh, that's too hard. I don't. You know, there are, sometimes our our limitation is emotional, so we add in some emotional points for that as well. When you use the light on yourself, if you had two minutes. And, and you had to put together a, a two-minute routine that was going to increase energy and focus that, that would have the greatest benefit for most people. So let's assume everybody has this device. 
and they've got two minutes in the morning just to boost their energy, where do, where do they go with the light? Well, two of the points that I just gave you. Right. Another one would be at the base of the neck. So just follow that Bakwe point down around the top of the head until you come to where your neck joins your shoulder, into your, your, in, into your chest. So where your head, neck and head would bend, you know, if you had bent your head back, yep. using it right there. And then what I call the space buttons. There's two points just, they're the spots that if we sleep wrong, can really, really hurt. If you, if you, from that point at the base of your neck, just go follow the base of the skull toward the ear and about halfway there, you're going to find a so usually a, a divot, which is often sore where the muscles from your shoulder come up and attach to the skull. And you would use your lights on both sides there. Are, are we talking about right up where the base of the skull meets the neck and a little bit to the side? Yes. It's that, it's that little divot about halfway between your spinal cord and your ear at the base of the skull. Okay. All right. Um, and I can give the technical names and the, you know, the muscular names and so on, but um, you, know, you cannot do it wrong. If you get your light within an inch of that, you're going to be activating it and you're going to be helping. And I mean, even it, it feels great even just putting pressure on that point with the light. Mm-hmm. How are these lights being used in horse racing and, and, and with racehorses to... Well, I can't speak for everybody, but for my clientele, the people who are working them with horses, often it, it, they come to it originally because the horse has a problem, right? They start off because the horse is, has laminitis, so foot hoof pain, or the horse's uh, um, hips are out of balance, or um, the, the horse has... Uh, any kind of lameness issue. And so they start with just getting this in, and, you know, the, the, the initial instruction is point at where the pain is. Well, of course, if they don't know exactly where the pain is, then they're kind of stuck. So now they use charts and say, okay, for hawk injuries, put your lights in these points. For uh, lower back problems, put your lights in these points. Well, then we have the people who realize that they're going to increase and improve performance in their animals and have a vested interest in keeping those horses at the top of their game, whether they are in rodeo, racing, endurance, dressage. And we have perform you don't I don't warm up a dressage horse the same way that I would a barrel racing horse. They use different muscles, they need to have, you know, one needs to go flat out as fast as it can for 15 seconds. The other needs to collect and think and engage all of its muscles and do it over and over and over again throughout the day. So they need a sustained power. So we warm up different parts of their body through different energy points. And we have warm-up and, and charts for performance tune-ups, for warming up and cooling down horses acting, in, you know, uh, athletic in different disciplines and competitive. So how are they using it? Lots of them are using it both to help their horse overcome issues and some of them are helping to prevent them ever getting the issues and keeping them at the top of their performance game. Have you seen this used with human athletes at all? I, I mean, I've, oh, I've personally used it with injured athletes. Um, I have not used it for performance enhancing with any of my athletes. Well, it's especially helpful. Um, I, I know, uh, for instance, I have a very good friend who's a naturopathic physician, now osteopath, 
who also competes in cross-country bicycling. And he's now in his 50s. He never has enough time to really warm up his muscles. So, you know, he, he's always running behind. He's always showing up to the race an hour after he expected to get there. Doesn't have enough time to really do as much stretching as he'd like, as much warm-up as he'd like. He uses the lights on each muscle pair to help warm it up more quickly, to increase circulation in the area more quickly. And then if he gets done with the race and he, or if he has a cramp during the race, he can use the lights directly on it. So you found that it's helpful with cramps? Oh, it's wonderful. You can, if you use the light, the red light, at the origin and insertion point of a muscle, so at, right where the muscle attaches at the top and at the bottom to, to the ligament and bone, it can stop cramps within seconds. Going back to energy blocks, one of the energy blocks that you mentioned that I've heard repeatedly is scars. Do these lights break up scars? Rapidly, because we're increasing, again, we're bringing nitric oxide even into scar tissue and helping the body to increase circulation, put down more collagen, more capillary bed production, and change the type of tissue from your typical yellow scar tissue into healthy, active cells. So even on horses or people with scars that are 2, 5, 10, 12 years old, we've seen turnover of that old scar tissue into healthy tissue. So In areas of horses that have saddle rub where we don't have the, no longer have hair or the hair has turned white because it's been so damaged, using the red light on it consistently, you know, once every day for five minutes, three minutes, within a few weeks we have fully colored hair again. I have some clients in their mid to late 30s and, and 40s that have experienced grain and we, we do some nutritional things that, that have helped. I'd be very interested if, if photonic light to their head would also accelerate that whole process. It certainly would be something where it would – that, that would be one of those places where I'd probably go with light therapy as opposed to just the torch. I might do something that covered the entire area just because it would be quicker, right? You, either way, you're going to get the benefits. But um, it would be interesting. You know, there's a lot of studies going on right now mind-blowing studies on the efficacy of uh, light therapy on uh, traumatic brain injury and issues like Alzheimer's and dementia and so on. Yeah. We're using a a number of those with my dad who was diagnosed with Parkinson's last year. And and I have a few devices that I I just use for cognitive enhancement that use that same therapy. It'd be interesting to see if those people who are doing the wraps and doing the lights and so on for those issues – most of the many of those lights are being done directly over the head. I, I don't know what it, I don't know if anybody's even tracking what it would do with, with uh, scalp and, and hair loss and so on. But it'd be interesting to kind of put that out, put that out there to them say, hey, are you seeing any difference in hair color and hair thickness and and all of that? Yeah, um, I know we've, we've had great luck getting the hair back on horses and dogs after surgeries. And it's it's it seems that a lot of that parallels, right? Sure. I mean, there's three things that the FDA will let you claim about light therapy, that it lowers pain, increases circulation, and stimulates cellular repair. Well, that's about 95% of healing almost anything. And so if that's one of the reasons for the hair loss, why not? Yeah. 
you, you mentioned that you have the, the pro and the standard light. Why, why do you have both? The reason I have both is when doing photopuncture, I like the extra power and speed of treating two points at once. A, I can, get, I can cover the body a lot faster. But B, I can set up a high to low penetration along a meridian. Uh, for example, the stomach meridian runs from the eye, okay, from, from the face, along the jaw, down the neck, it, uh, along the body, into the front of the legs, down the knees, the front of the, the, the ankles, etc. So it affects a huge part of the body. And blockages at one end can cause issues at the other, all right? So there are times when it's very effective to take a meridian approach to something that may be stagnant. Maybe somebody's got long-standing knee issues. And it may come down that they've got a bad tooth because the stomach meridian runs right along the jaw. And a bad tooth can block energy in the stomach meridian. So maybe we start opening the entire meridian and spreading that area out more and more and more. And I will often do it with a pro torch on one and moving uh, the uh, standard torch further and further and further down the meridian. Do you, there's a lot, like especially with infections and like, and, and gram negative bacteria harboring in uh, abscesses in the jaw and, um, and, and areas where people have had root canals do you go to the source? Do you go to the tooth or the area that you suspect where the, where the root canal was done years in the past, or do you treat the meridian? Yes. Both? <laughs> there's no wrong way to do it. Anthony. There's, there's, the beautiful thing about light is you cannot hurt the body. There have never been a negative side effect to using the light. So I would probably – I always say start where the pain is or start where the stuck is. So if you know that you've got an old, uh, old injury like having that, that, uh, that tooth damage, definitely start there. What's the worst that could happen? You spent an extra minute putting lights on your jaw first, and then I might go open the whole meridian. The, it might, it, it, sometimes it comes down to can I reach everything? Like if I'm working on myself, there are certain energy points that I can't get to. Maybe I, maybe I have a pinched thoracic vertebra, okay? And so the common term is, you know, your rib is out. Well, if I can't necessarily, for myself, put the torch directly on the place where the pain is, but I can do it above, above, excuse me, above and below, down the spine, or I can put it on the rib itself where it attaches in front and help to relax it that way. There's a lot of different ways to skin a cat. So I, I usually tell people, you don't, you know, a lot of people say, well, I don't know where the stomach meridian is. Well, that's fine. Start with where the pain is and work out from there. And then get yourself some basic charts and, and start working from there. It's really easy to do it and you cannot hurt yourself with it. So many people are dealing with, it seems like there's been an explosion in digestive issues. Um, if someone's having digestive problems, gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, they, they eat certain foods and just get lightheaded uh, aside from the mm -hmm. obvious where that may be a food sensitivity. If, if we know there's something digestive going on, what, what are the points that you go to? Ah, my very favorite point. The first one I teach all of my students for 
horses, dogs, people, cats, is stomach 36. Now, stomach 36 is also called the probiotic point. And the only time, now, I do want to put a caveat on this. You do not use stomach 36 with anyone who is pregnant because it is a down, what's called a down and out point. It stimulates energy to move things down and out of the body. And while it probably would not cause a spontaneous miscarriage, you know, you've got to, you've got to just be careful. So you don't use this point on anyone who's pregnant. Okay. But the easy way to find stomach 36 is if you take your right hand and you put the, the base of your palm right at the wrist on your knee, all the way out just to where it falls into the divot right behind your knee. And you let your middle finger drop down below the knee down to just over the top of the femur. This is your right hand on your right knee. You take your finger and slide it toward the right to where you go up over the big divot of the trochanter of the femur and you're going to find a divot to me. Go up over the, the lump of the bone and you fall, you're fall. you going to fall into a divot. Yeah, I'm there. Okay, so that's, that, that is called stomach 36. And so, it's, so it's, it's, it's like, it's almost just, if you're on your right, shin bone just below the knee it's like a, a touch further down and then a little bit to the outside there's almost like some Correct. some muscle there that's a little bit tender well then then you look to your if you if that is tender right there look to your digestion because that is a very powerful digestive point it also can be tied to knee issues okay um but that is where i would put my light and have anybody who's got digestive problems, not so much nausea, but problems with they are uh, um, constipated or they have uh, irritable bowel or any of the other um, things that are coming up with our modern diet, our over-processed diet, that point, doing 15 to 30 seconds, first on the right side and then on the left or vice versa, it's one of the first places I say for people who, who are not having enough bowel movements, you know, if you eat, you should poop. So if you eat three times a day, you should have at least three bowel movements. If you are not, this is a very effective point to work to help to regulate that. Do you poop three times a day? Three or four. It's good. And if I don't, I get my light out. <laughs> Start looking for poop. <laughs> When I travel, it can be more of an issue. I don't drink as much water. I, I, I am fortunate enough to live in a part of the world where I have phenomenal water coming up from, you know, from a well underneath underneath where I live. Okay, it's got a high pH. It's got no pathogens and comes out of the ground fabulous to drink. Are you a believer in, in structured water? I am very much so. Very much so. And so for people um, that, that don't have that same benefit as you, they can go to what, findaspring.com and find some spring water that's close to them to experience some of those same benefits. Or, or, get, or get themselves an, you know, a, a Kangen or an ionizer or something that improves their water quality, definitely. I've been fairly fortunate. I haven't had to do a lot of research on that because I've lived for the last decade and a half in an area of phenomenal water. And I know I'm very spoiled. And when I travel, I tend to not drink as much water because I don't like bottled water because most of it is just treated city water. And, um, you know, so I have to go buy distilled and do whatever. So I don't drink as much as I should. And I tend to do, then I don't necessarily 
have three to four bowel movements a day. So when I'm doing that, I have to be much more cognizant. I'm, you know, much more aware of my fiber, much more aware of drinking lots of water, you know, forcing myself to drink more water. And I get out my torch so that I keep things moving. Have you tried Penta water? I don't believe I have. No. It's one of, it's one of the few bottled waters that, um, that I recommend. And it's, it goes through a 13-hour process that essentially helps to – is similar to Kangen water. and it, it helps to structure the water. So it's broken down and more easily nice. assimilated by the body. Um, and it's – as far as I – I mean aside from this, the natural spring waters like your Mountain Valley spring water um, and, and some, of, some of the others, even, even San Pellegrino to some degree, it, it's one of the few bottled waters that, um, that carries that, that structure. Oh, look for it because I, that's been one of my things when I'm on the road is, is trying to find something that, because you can't always just grab a gallon of distilled and take it with you on the airplane. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Yeah. It's unless you want to be chugging it right before you go through security. How important do you think getting yourself back moving was in, in your recovery and, and the recovery of your horse? I think getting myself moving was important. I think getting myself alkaline. I learned during that process, I learned about the pH of the body, which was huge, which is probably another reason why balancing the kidney meridian is so important to me because the kidneys, of course, are what help uh, balance the pH of the body. Um, And just to reiterate, that kidney meridian was the bottom of the center of the foot? The bottom of the center of the foot up to that K27 that I taught you. Okay. Okay. Uh, I learned about organic minerals and learning about minerals in a bioavailable form and having enough minerals in my diet, both also to help alkalize me, but to also carry and hold, you know, the energetic resonance. You can, you can have any kind of energetic therapy you want, whether it be, you know, Reiki or light or acupuncture or whatever, but if you don't have the mineral balance in your body to hold that adjustment it's just going to fall right back out again what do you do to maintain that mineral balance well um i do a lot of blue green algae which is a big i i'm I'm a big fan of blue green algae is that is that klamath or spirulina uh, i usually do the afa that um i used to get something from amazon herb company that was called uh uh that was a combination of the afa from klamath lake and Fucus from off the coast of uh, Costa Rica. And unfortunately, that doesn't exist anymore. That company's gone out of business. But I still I use either E3 Live or um, their equine equivalent, which is the same company but selling for the horses. And, and we use one called the Edge, which is that same uh, AFA from uh, Planet Lake. Is, is, the ho- is the horse one a better deal? Uh, I... It's a much more affordable, A, for the horses for some reason, but also in the non-freeze-dried form. The freeze-dried, I mean, in, in the frozen. The frozen form is probably the most highly available, but it's it, it's it's more of a pain to work with. If, it, if you forget it in your fridge, it goes bad, etc. Which one do you so personally I, take? I take the edge. I take the dried. I share it with my horses and dogs. I also take um, amino acid chelated vitamin minerals from a company called Dynamite. And when amino acid chelated minerals were first available, they were the first company to not only do them in their human supplements, but in their supplements for all species. We work with the with the Dynamite vitamins, and they and, and 
a lot of their other products. They have products that are a base nutritional program for horses, dogs, people, etc. And what else do I do for my for my minerals? I don't buy things that are pre-done. You know, I, I stay away from anything that has a preservative in it. I, I stay away from pre-packaged, pre-preserved foods. I know how to cook. I can take it from the basic ingredient. So I try to get, if I eat meat, I try to do it from animals that are, you know, grown humanely. And I try to get local grown vegetables and fruits and so on as much as I can. And I'm, again, fortunate. I live in an area where there's a lot of uh, organic farming going on and we have a good farmer's market. If you, if you were going to be, if you could only have a few supplements, health tools, what have you, for the rest of your life, and you're not allowed to, to purchase anything else, <laughs> what would those tools be? Songer de Drago, without question, which is a sap from a tree in South America, which is the highest known source of bioflavonoids in any plant. And what source Chami do you Chami? use for that? Oh, I'm sorry, what? what? What's the brand that you use for Songer de Drago? Uh, at this point, usually I get it from either Alpha Omega Labs or Herb Farm. Again, it, it's something that I, I became aware of with the Amazon Herb Company, and we used to sell it directly, but don't have that anymore. Another that I do not want to be without is Camu Camu, which is the fruit of the Camu Camu tree, and it's the highest known source of vitamin C and all the bioflavonoids and cofactors that go with that vitamin C. So it's incredibly potent. You're talking about mental stimulation, camo camo. There, it's a beautiful, beautiful fruit for that. Okay. What else? What else would I not be without? Well, obviously the AFA, the, the blue green algae. If I, you know, because you can basically you can you can survive on that. That that and chocolate, and you're good to go. I mean, there's three things we know will, that will cause the the brain to release PEA or pleasure enzymes. So there's there's chocolate. There's blue-green algae, and there's marijuana. And nobody's figured out how to put them all into one. But, <laughs> but at least if you crush Put that in your pipe and algae, smoke it. <laughs> that's right. You got your dark chocolate. If you got your dark chocolate and your algae, you know, and you live in the right state, you can just be happy all the time. <laughs> what, uh, uh, what's your go-to chocolate source? I used to do Chalk Maca by the Amazon Herb Company that was blue-green algae and dark chocolate. But uh, now I just look for really, you know, I hate to say it, it's kind of when I'm near dark chocolate and, and the higher level chocolate it is and the less sugar than the more I get it. I do also sometimes get some cocoa nibs from Natural News and a couple of other sources, but I don't have a one go-to. Okay, so as, as long as it's a high percent cacao and low in sugar, right. it's good in your Low sugar, no dairy. I, I, I don't like the dairy in it. I'm not, neither do I. For, you know, for a while... I mean, this was years ago, but I would eat dark chocolate, and some of the time I would just have the worst reaction—not the worst reaction, but I just—I wouldn't feel so great. And I'm like, "What is going on? Am I allergic to chocolate?" I'm like, "Maybe it's the legumes, this and that." And I realized it was every time I had dark chocolate that contained dairy. Right. So it wasn't really a true dark chocolate. It, it was darker, right? Yeah. It was darker. I uh, yeah, I like the what's the greens. There's one that's like black and greens or something like that. Oh, that yeah, really that one is great. Yeah, I think it is black <sighs> and green. Yeah, that's that's nice chocolate. 
So that um, is that one. That one is really good. And they and they have it's available at a lot of places. You can get that in airports now. It's at all the Whole Foods and a lot of nicer grocery stores. It's very very accessible and a very good quality dark chocolate. Yeah, that one's that one's a beautiful one. And every once in a while, you'll come across. There's uh, nearby to where I live is uh, Bisbee, Arizona, and Bisbee is famous for coffee roasters, hippies, and uh, uh, there's a guy Seth there who's a coffee roaster who makes his own the little round balls. He makes his own chocolates, and he does dark chocolates with all the different um, coffee in it that are just astonishing. So, um, what about toys, technology? Oh, what would go with me if I couldn't? If I had to have something, well, of course my my uh, my photonic torch because even if I don't have all the rest of it, I'd have to have my photonic torch. And what if, um, if, if I wanted to check out the specific photonic torch you have? Where would I go? You go to photonichealth.com, uh, or you can go to my, my website, which is photopuncture.com. Photopuncture. Photopuncture.com. We sell the Pro, the Standard, and now a kit that has both the Pro Torch, the Standard Torch, and a leather holster to hold them together on your belt. Comes with a holster? Yeah, it's a very cool leather holster. <laughs> Do you guys ever have standoffs? Like the Wild West? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You can't get them. You, you're scared to whip them out of there so fast that you might break your torch. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. You don't want to, you don't want to, there's quite an investment there. Uh, what, right. what else, what other tools do you use on, uh, you know, that, that you well, I have, I have a house full of light therapy devices. So okay. I have the, what got me into it in the first place, I told you about the wraps and that company made what was used to be called the bioscan system. Um, which is, we're talking back up in the six to $10,000 range for scanning the body, telling you exactly where, what acupuncture points are out of balance and then bringing it back into balance with a, a high intensity light therapy, uh, system that, that, uh, is two cluster heads of red and infrared light. So I've had one of those for almost 20 years. Do they still um, make that? We do. Um, I'm the I'm the instructor and distributor for those. Those, those are called the Inlight Equine System. They are uh, those are your really your high end professional level, you know, veterinary uh, therapist level system. And that that is applicable to humans. It it is it is applicable to humans. Very few people will lay still for an hour to be scanned buck naked with your little scanner. You got to go buck naked. But I, well, you you have to be able to scan the body um, with the little uh, the scanner head touching skin, and you know so to be able to do the entire governing vessel means going all the way down to the tip of the tail, as it were. Um, you don't have to be buck naked, but you're going to be pretty exposed, more exposed than doing a massage, okay? Because it gets pretty personal to really get to get uh, clinical with it. Unfortunately, can't do yourself. The system was designed by kind of a wonderful, crazy woman, but in conjunction with one of the top equine vets in acupuncture in this country, Dr. Marvin Kane. And he liked it because it, it helped him to teach exactly where the points were for his, his um, students. But And I would, I've, I've had one of these systems now since 1995. I adore it. But... 
the more I've learned about the meridians, the less I need it. Because I know when energy is stuck in a certain area, what points I need to go to now. And that system did help teach those to me. You know, if I scan a hundred different barrel racing horses and they all come up with the same points blocked because of the same injuries, you know, now I know that's what helped me to design the charts that I created in the first place. Yeah, you get so, the pattern recognition. In the last 20 years, acupuncture, acupressure, the charts that go with them have come so far. 20 years ago, the only thing I had for learning the veterinary points on my horse was the big book of human Chinese points that I had to go then and translate, literally from the the picture with the Chinese symbols next to it, (laughs) and to figure out anatomically where was that on the horse and then what did it affect. So I don't have those problems anymore. We have much better charts for people, for dogs, for cats, for, for, for horses. What about like the advanced photonic therapy torch from uh, Australia? Do you know off the top of your head? I, I don't know exactly off the top of my head how many milliwatts uh, McLaren has. No, I do not. No. There are a lot of different torches and handheld devices that have come out over the years. You will find everything from cold laser, which most of the time cold laser means LED. Okay. Uh, laser just being a way to charge an extra thousand dollars. A marketing gimmick to save laser instead of LED. You have people who actually put the wavelength into the the technology of the device, and then you have some out there that just put a different colored cap over the top. So, you know, make sure that what you're getting, if you're using red light therapy, that you're getting literally red lights, not light bulbs with a red cap. Okay. Right. So price comes along with, you know, there's price and convenience. Uh, things that use infrared are going to be more expensive and ha- have a lot higher power draw. Okay. So red and infrared both have great benefits. Uh, infrared is a little, goes a little deeper. They work t- together well, but they are by no means, you don't have to have that infrared to get great results. What what device do you use when infrared is required? It's called for? Well, I, we started talking about different pieces of technology that I have. I also have uh, two, two, not one, but two, uh, in light human systems, which are wraps that are red and infrared, and in some cases blue light, that are powered and also uh, pulse at different, at what are called the NOGA frequencies, which are specific pulsing rates that also get a different response from the body. And that's based on the research of Paul Nogier? Yes. And so those are programmed into the system. And those run, you know, anywhere from a two-port down around $1,600 all the way up to seven or $8,000, depending on how many pads you have and what colors and et cetera, and how many ports you, you can control at once. If you were going to get... If you were going to get one of those, or I mean, if you could only get one model for human use, which one would you recommend? On the inlight? Yes. Um, for me, I started off with a three port thinking that's all I would ever need. Now, today, I would not be without my six port. And what does that, and part what, of that, what does that mean for this, someone listening that's like, yeah, what's, a, what's a port? A port is how many pads that I can have going at one time. So okay. I can have six different pads. Either on one body, because I'm a busy person and I want to get done, 
or just because I can do two people at once with three pads. But also the six port has both the Nogier frequencies. Is it infrared, red, and blue, or just infrared, or just red? Those are you. Those that depends on the pad. Okay, you can have the pads have red and infrared, blue and infrared, or red, blue, and infrared. And the blue light is is a very short wavelength, so it works topically at the skin level. So it's the best, and it also helps to kill MRSA. Blue light has been shown. There's a number of studies now showing it's very effective against MRSA. So as we encounter more of these antibiotic-resistant superbugs, light becomes even more applicable. Exactly. We, again, self-empowerment, allowing us to take care of ourselves and not have to rely upon um, the, the health industry. And I use that term loosely. Okay. So if you could only get one pad, be that infrared, red, the combination, what happens? I get the trilight. Uh, all, all, all my systems are now trilight because they have the benefits of all three. You get you, so you, you always buy the trilights now? From, from uh, Inlight Wellness, yes. Now, that's my particular preference. I have one of, one of the uh, practitioners that I work with who is actually a, she is a certified uh, color puncturist, which is a certification out of Germany. And it's based on the teachings with Dinshaw on the different colors affecting different parts of the body. Right. She ordered an entire six-port system with nothing but blue and infrared because she specifically wanted – she works with a lot of um, emotional stuff. And the blue is very calming to the nervous system, very calming to the body. And she wanted that specific benefit. So hers are all – their pads don't come just blue. It's blue and infrared. So that's what she got. Uh, okay. And then, and they come in different sizes as well. They do anywhere. The the, the pads come anywhere from uh, the sole of the foot up to two hundred and sixty four diodes that would cover you know along the spine or wrap around the shoulder, that kind of thing. The big body pads, and so their pads are targeted toward you know what wraps best around certain parts of the body. Okay. Any other tools that, that you consider indispensable that you would want to have with you? Well, I have an ozone machine. Ah, okay. Yeah. Now for ozonating water and oil or for ozonating air? For ozonating my body. We actually, we used it. It's actually an octazone machine. It's an O8 that devolves into O3 very rapidly. And we actually started with it for treating horses. Back in 2006, there was a very really virulent outbreak of what's called pigeon fever in this part of the country. And pigeon fever tends to affect horses. It's spread by flies and it is a uh, uh, bacteria that causes abscesses that puff up the chest of the body to look like a pigeon, like a big puffy chest. And then uh, it comes to a head, the abscess drains and then the flies pick up the abscess material and they go infect all the rest of the horses. So it, there's really no antibiotic that works well against pigeon fever. Um, typically, you just let the horse run its course with it, sometimes two, three, or four times. It'll leave bad scars. It can take weeks for the horse to get past. And the difference between which horses get it and which horses don't really comes down to how strong is the immune system on the horse. So we did a study on the efficacy of ozone on pigeon fever for horses. 
and um, we just did rectal ozone once a day on uh, on horses that came to us over the course of the and it was going to be a three week study. And none of the horses that we treated had to go more than six days. They were completely out of it. And in many cases, it never even came to a head. The body reabsorbed and, and the immune system came up and they had no problems there, thereafter. So we love working with ozone. And I've used it internally for myself, rectally, both rectally and vaginally. We use it to ozonate water, to ozonate oil. We used it in a lot of different ways. Now, I've, I've used and, and had clients use ozonated water to do colon hydrotherapy or, or basically like a water enema with O3 water. Are you using actual O3 air when you're doing this? Yep. In fact, we're using O8 air. And what device allows you to do that? It's, it's, uh, it's like an ozone machine. It just has a much more powerful uh, magnetic field that the oxygen is taken through. And as soon as that O8 is released from the machine, it starts devolving into O3 and nascent oxygen so it's just more it's just a little stronger it's, it's a way to deliver even more nascent ox oxygen in less time my veterinarian is a dear friend of mine before he became a vet he became a he had a he had a master's in chemistry and a phd in engineering or vice versa okay uh uber geek who then decides to go to vet school and about 10 12 years ago he was researching for his own self because he had ended up with uh, myasthenia gravis. And we got to talking about the tie. He had myasthenia gravis, then he had valley fever, which is a, is a fungal infection endemic to the southwest that can go, it can show up as tumors, it can show up as bronchial infections, it can show up in all kinds of ways. And he had gotten a, what they told him is that he had lung cancer and had less than a month to live. They took out half his lung and then came back in and said, no, oh, you don't have lung cancer, you have valley fever. At which point he's like, wait a minute, everybody out of the pool, I'm tired of you practicing on me. <laughs> so he and I were having, yeah, we, we were having dinner and I said, look, I... That, that sounds like a lawsuit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So... Oh, we didn't anyhow, need to take out your lung. Sorry about that. <laughs> they would have had to take half the lung anyway. Okay. okay. The lung, the, the, the valley fever was expanding so quickly, it would have taken the rest of the lung in a short time. It can be very virulent, but we were discussing, it's like, look, not for nothing, but if for the valley fever, I'd be looking at oxygen therapies, which he'd never really researched before. And we were talking about the tie between leaky gut and the autoimmune diseases like myasthenia gravis. So Randy is the kind that when he starts researching something, he doesn't just go and grab books. He starts going into all of the most esoteric areas of anything that he possibly can. And he started researching the benefits of ozone therapy, which led him into learning about octazone. So he ended up building his own machine. Randy sounds like someone I'd like to talk to. Oh, he's a great guy. He is, he is a character. And in addition, while this was happening, his research set off some sort of alarm somewhere now, bear in mind, at this point, his veterinary clinic was in an old Dairy Queen in a small town just outside of Tucson called Vail. <laughs> you can get some rectal, and rectal ozone and a uh, chocolate-dipped soft-serve cone afterwards. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> to lick your wounds. And <laughs> so he's in this clinic, and, and 
this guy comes walking in the front door. And this guy is blonde dreadlocks, mid-30s, cutoffs, tie-dye t-shirt and flip-flops. So this guy walks in and he says, this is Dr. Randy here. And Randy comes out and is like, can I help you? And he says, yeah, I'm here to heal you. He says, what are you talking about? He says, well, I heard you need a healing. And this gentleman's name was Seth. His name is Seth. Who, and Seth is a naturopath who was one of the people who has maintained access to Coke therapy. And I don't know if you're familiar with Dr. Coke and the studies he did on glyoxaline. But Coke was active in the same period of time as, oh, oh so I can't, the guy who did ester C and the very powerful vitamin C therapies and the, and, and the researchers that discovered that it didn't matter what kind of cancer it was, all cancer cells had stopped using oxygen and started using sugar for energy. And at the moment that that cell switched, it produced a substance called glyoxaline. And there were a couple of researchers that won the Nobel Peace Prize or Medical Prize for this, this discovery of glyoxaline. Well, Coke was a classically trained homeopathist who postulated that, okay, if the cell produces glyoxaline at the moment that it starts using sugar, then the homeopathic remedy of glyoxaline should cause the body to the cell to transfer back. So he isolated glyoxaline and made a mother tincture out of it and started treating people by injecting them with glyoxaline and high doses of oxygen through ozone and other oxygen therapies. And he successfully was burning cancer out of people all over the United States, particularly in the Southeast. I guess this was like the 1930s or 40s. Don't hold me to the date. And Coke was, of course, targeted and sued by the, the, uh, the, the, the medical community. I had a feeling it was and only a matter of time until that part of the story of came into play. <laughs> he actually won in court. He had all the research studies. He had all the proof. But he was under such direct attack that after winning in court, he picked up and he moved his main clinic to Rio de Janeiro, and within a year, he was killed. He was pulled out of his car, and he and his um, his uh, driver were both uh, murdered. I, the amount of but, these stories I've heard in the past year is concerning. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, don't, don't challenge the medical community. So anyway, in Germany, a number of the, the, home, the homeopathy, uh, you know, the homeopathy is still used in Europe, especially in Germany, the, the medical schools still teach it. And a number of the naturopaths in the world had kept kind of an underground educational service about using the Coke therapy, the glyoxalide. And it is still available. Have you personally ever used glyoxalide? I personally in my body have not. I used it with my heart horse, the one that had the bowed tendons. He has gone through two different autoimmune diseases that have only been found in books and WSU can't believe that he's still alive. And 16 years later, he is still alive after coming through both of those autoimmune diseases. He's come through ulcers. He's come through all kinds of issues. And 
he ended up with ulcers and we decided to do the glyoxalide and the IV ozone because Randy does the octazone IV into the animals. And he taught me how to do it. And we did my horse at his clinic and had him pass the ulcers in a matter of two weeks. Is there so I have not glyoxalide in my body. I have, however, um, I've got a couple of friends who have besides Randy. And, and, and I've, I've worked with him on animals. Where one, one horse that had squamous cell carcinoma um, tumors on his penis the size of a cantaloupe. Oh. This horse had not retracted its penis in years. And uh, Randy started treating him both with glyoxalide injections and weekly or, or biweekly uh, ozone treatment, rectal. I don't know. He was doing not rectal. Uh, he was doing IV, and we've got the series of pictures of this of these tumors just melting off over the course of three months. Wow! I think a lot of this is fascinating, especially for because there are so many people who have health issues that to them seem incurable, and and they feel like they've tried everything. When the truth of the matter is, there is an entire world out there that they have not experimented with and and I mean even a lot of the stuff that that I do with clients is would be considered somewhat esoteric and I'm constantly being introduced to more that I haven't even that I didn't even know existed <laughs> yeah I got it I started into this into the early 90s and and started changing my life and so on and and, and by the late 90s my husband is looking at me going when are you going to stop taking classes and do something with all this? Because you know? <laughs> I just, I, oh, well, I got it. First, I had to become a Reiki master, and then I had to go do, you know, the nutritional training, and then I had to go to, then I, and he's just like, okay, what are, you, <laughs> what are you doing with all this stuff? Well, it's just, um, it's just fascinating, especially, especially in the context of being able to change lives, whether that's horses, dogs, humans, what have you. I was going to say, most of the people I end up working with are ones that have, you know, they finally have gone, I can do this myself. I, I don't have to go and I don't have to rely on the doctor, the vet, the, the whatever, the medical community. It's it's incredibly empowering to people, and and don't don't get me wrong, the the medical community and establishment has a, a very important place, especially when it comes to acute injuries and illnesses. There's there's just a lot that we can do ourselves if we take our own if we take our power back and exactly. take responsibility for our own health and educate ourselves in terms of what is out there. Right? But I don't have a lot of drugs in my drug cabinet. I think I have some Benadryl on hand for emergencies if somebody gets stung by a bee. But that's about it. And even then I'm going to reach for my my uh, Sangre de Drago first. Do you use essential oils? Very rarely, because I am incredibly scent sensitive. So essential oils that do not dissipate will give me a headache. Um, but I do use them in the very few times that we ever use a fly spray on the animals. I do make my own with essential oils. Anything, any other tools or gadgets or supplements, nutrients that, that you would consider important, essential, recommend? That I don't don't have to reach out to a whole lot more things than that. You know, that's that's really my big thing. Is even if I had, if I lost all the rest of my light therapy things, or financially we were in such a struggle that I couldn't afford everything else, 
I would have my photonic torch in my purse because that's going to do 90% of what I want. And, and It's going to be my most useful tool. And, and that's at the, the photonichealth.com site you mentioned or uh, photopuncture.com? Yeah, you can get it at either site, exactly. Awesome. Well, Kay, this has been fun. I've had I've had a good time and learned a tremendous amount, and I'm excited to go through these notes and sort everything out and kind of revisit it and, and digest it. All right. Yeah. If you if you want more stuff like case studies or something or more examples of people using you know using the lights on people for themselves, that's fine. Just call me back and we'll do some more. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I think if. Uh, I mean, I'm going to assume people will will enjoy this interview a great deal and probably want us to do a part two because we, we, we can ch- certainly go deeper down that rabbit hole. Um, so exactly. p- people that want to know more about you, more about the, the Photonic Health Torch, where where can they go to, to find out more about those things? Well, right now, the most about me is photopuncture.com. We and then the most about the photonic torch, the more the most information about using the torches is at photonichealth.com. And we are in the midst of photonic health, the company photonic health with Donna and Brian. We are in the midst of combining and we're going to be joint publishing some new books this year and so on. So you're catching us just as we're finishing up the joint venture agreements and how we're going to work together. But it, is, it, it, it really doesn't matter whether they go to photopuncture or photonic health. We are working together and, and kind of a united resource. Fantastic. Well, I, I appreciate everything that you guys are doing to bring more awareness to this, this therapeutic tool and all of the wisdom that you shared today. I had a great time. And, um, if, if everybody would like a part two, um, or even if they wouldn't, I would, I would look forward to, uh, to talking to you again in the near future. All right. Thanks so much, Anthony. It was really fun. (laughs) Thanks, Kay. Have a great day. Uh Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by PrimalBlueprint.com, which I have shopped at for years. I love a number of their products and I have two to recommend right off the bat. Number one is perhaps the condiment I recommend most often to new clients, and that is their Primal Kitchen Mayo. It's made with avocado oil and cage-free organic eggs. Best of all, it's free from soy and canola oil, which are usually genetically modified and sprayed with nasty herbicides like glyphosate. It's one of the few things I used to really miss when keeping my nutrition dialed in, and now I don't have to anymore. It's amazing. You will thank me. Primal Kitchen Mayo. The second is their dark chocolate almond bars made with grass-fed collagen, Turkish almonds, and pumpkin seeds. These are delicious and addicting. I'm a closet fat kid, so I usually buy them when I'm in a position to consume the entire 12-bar box in a matter of days, which is usually how things unfold. The collagen in these bars has been shown to reduce joint pain, improve sleep quality, support skin, hair, and nail growth, and enhance digestion. Many female clients report a more youthful appearance and fewer wrinkles. I love them, and I think you will too. So all you need to do to give them a try is go to primalblueprint.com. That's P-R-I-M-A-L-B-L-U-E-P-R-I-N-T.com. And you can choose one of those two products, Primal Kitchen Mayo, Dark Chocolate Almond Bars, or more than a dozen other products, and Biohacking Secrets approved books, products, and recipes. It's that easy. Go to primalblueprint.com and grab some delicious, healthy food. 
Enjoy. This episode is brought to you by Millennial Health Systems. Millennial Health Systems engineers innovative and practical light hacking tools for enhancing energy, detoxification, boosting immune function, improving focus, accelerating recovery, and much, much more. They are the brains behind two of my favorite light biohacks, and I've been using them for a long time now myself and with my one-on-one clients, the Theralumin and the Spectrumite. The Spectrumite utilizes frequency and color combinations delivered through 40 high-powered LEDs to increase mitochondrial function, the energy powerhouses in our cells that produce ATP, boost nitric oxide production, and encourage a state of relaxed focus. It's based on NASA research, which found this type of low-level laser therapy, abbreviated LLLT, greatly enhanced the natural wound healing process and more quickly returned patients to a pre-injury and pre-illness level of activity. It's a one-stop shop for all of your light hacking needs. I use both the Spectrumite and the Theralumin every week and consider the Theralumin a cornerstone of the programs I put together to help some of my clients recover from chronic fatigue and other conditions with infectious causation like Lyme disease. The Spectrumite is controlled via Wi-Fi using a smartphone application that's intuitive and easy to use. And the Theralumin has literally two buttons, on and off. It's very simple. You can check out both products at MillennialHealthSystems.com. That's MillennialHealthSystems.com. Two L's and two N's in Millennial. And right now, my listeners, you guys, will get $100 off the Theralumin and $50 off the Spectrumite. Just mention the special code BIOHACKS, B-I-O-H-A-C-K-S, to get that discount. This episode is brought to you by the Wim Hof Method. I've interviewed many health experts over the years and so many of these people who are at the top of their game, world-class in their respective fields, were utilizing this technology that I just had to check it out. And I was absolutely blown away. The Wim Hof Method utilizes a combination of breath work, cold thermogenesis, inversions, exercise, exercise without oxygen, and a number of other ancient techniques to increase neurotransmitter production, improve oxygen utilization, increased circulation, and a whole host of other health benefits. I've used it with many of my clients, and the results have been phenomenal. I have clients that are addicted to it. They say it's better than anything they've tried, whether that's legal, illegal, natural, prescription, um, and it's it's just unmatched in its ability to produce powerful results. So I incorporate strategies from the Wim Hof Method into my weekly routine without fail, and it has been a game changer for me. And in terms of ROI, there are few biohacks that produce such powerful results with such a minimal investment. You can learn more about the Wim Hof Method and their 10-week video course at biohackingsecrets.com forward slash Wim Hof. That's W-I-M-H-O-F. So to learn more, just go to biohackingsecrets.com forward slash Wim Hof. Hoth. 